I wanted to share how for me personally, I learned by taking action. Whereas before I used to think about things and not do anything about it. And that made me feel worse than doing it messy and failing and learning along the way. Welcome back to another episode of the Journey of Pursuit podcast. It has been a while since I've done a solo episode, but that is exactly what we're doing today. Today's episode is going to be a catch-up, kind of some things that have been on my mind, and mostly to share with you that I too am on this journey of figuring things out and being a 28-year-old and just testing the waters and learning as I go. Before we really dive into the episode though, I first want to say thank you so much because we charted number 13 on Apple Podcasts in Venezuela in the entrepreneurship category and number 51 in the Apple Podcast charts in Venezuela in the business category. And this is just crazy to me because this means we've charted 19 times on Apple Podcasts and number 13 is the top we've ever charted, like the, the toppest we've ever charted. But um, it makes me really happy because I never went into this thinking that that could happen not once and certainly not 19 times. So thank you so much for listening and taking the time to really be here with me every single time we have an episode. It feels so surreal that I get to do this because I just never thought that it could be what it is today and it makes me really happy every time that we have a new episode and we have someone else's story and I get to connect with you guys. It's the best part of my work. I love it so much. So thank you so much for being a part of this journey and this community with me. With all that said, I want to start the show with talking about this word called multi-passionate. And I want to talk about this word because as I was growing up, I kept hearing, you know, you need to focus, focus on one thing and, you know, give it your all. And I certainly did that. I did that with my music career, my songwriting career, and it definitely paid off. You know, I'm very grateful that because I focused, I was able to collaborate with incredible artists and win a Latin Grammy at 27 years old. And I was able to really appreciate that focus, right? I was able to really get something from that focus. But I also realized that along the way, I was called to do a few other things that I never really did because I thought I can't do that because I need to focus on my music career. As many of you know, I wasn't able to really tap into this new calling until the pandemic because I didn't really have anything else to do, right? I wasn't able to really kind of set my music career aside until I was kind of forced because everything was paused. Zoom wasn't really normalized at the time in the beginning of the pandemic and sessions were just kind of not happening. So the podcast really came at the perfect time and I realized as I started really getting into podcasting and loving it so much and giving it more of my time and my energy and my effort, that tapping into the things that really call you is what makes you a creative and really can make you who you are. And I say that because focusing on one thing and not letting myself tap into those other things that were calling me, I think made me more confused, you know? Everyone wanted me to focus on one thing because I could be confused 
by tapping into all these other things, but on the contrary, I think not really trying all those, those things that were calling my attention made me more confused, if that makes sense. In turn, you know, this kind of made me scared of sharing all the things that I love because it could be seen as a confusing thing to other people, but I realized, like I said before, that not sharing those things made me more confused. Once I realized that, I just noticed that sharing all the things I love really made me really happy and I didn't have to choose one thing. Which brings me to the main point of why I wanted to talk about being multi-passionate. You can do more than one thing. You can love more than one thing. You can be creative in more than one way. And I think that's really important to highlight because you don't have to choose just one thing. And if you feel that a lot of things make you happy, you can find a way that that works for you in your life. Just like I found how music and podcasting can work together. I don't have to choose the podcast over songwriting and going to a session. I can make that work for me in my schedule in my own way. I can also love dressing up and going to a session. I don't have to choose fashion over music, fashion over podcasting. And that's my point, right? Is if you love a lot of things, if you tap into a lot of different creative outlets, if you are called by a lot of different things, you can find a way where those things work for you in your life. And you just have to find how that is, right? My second point with being multi-passionate is you don't have to monetize all the things that you do. You can do something just because it's fun, just because it brings that energy into your life, or just because it gives you a really cool community or group of people you can connect with. It doesn't have to be because it's going to give you an X amount of money every single week or month, although it's great if you love doing something and it gives you that money, right? But it doesn't have to. You can be passionate about something and do something just because it's fun or it brings some sort of element into your life that something else doesn't. I read the book Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo and it was such a good book and in part of her book she writes about how she is a dancer and she was a choreographer and she also is like a life coach and does a lot of marketing and she helps these entrepreneurs kind of um, excel their careers with her tactics and the ways that she's learned to do it on her own. And in the book, she talks about how there was a point in her life where she had to really look at what being a choreographer was for her and, you know, the kind of life she had to live if she really chose to really go for being a choreographer she realized, you know, it didn't really align with the life that she really wanted to live. And so she now just dances for fun. And for some time, maybe she thought that that could be something that was her career until she realized that it didn't really align with the kind of life that she wanted. And instead, it just became something that is included in her everyday life every single week. And she has fun and she has a great community around it, but it's not necessarily something that she's kind of putting all her effort into to make it into a career and, you know, Earn her, earn her some money. However, there are cases where people have a lot of different things that they do and they do make money in all those different outlets. The whole point of being a multi-passionate is that you don't have to choose one thing and you don't have to do it one way. You get to choose the way that you do it and how you do it and why you do it. And I think that's something that's really, really special. And instead of following that old narrative that you have to choose one thing, you have to focus on one thing and give it your all and go all the way until you make it, make it in quotes. You know, instead of following that, 
think of how times have changed and now you can do so many different things and the internet and social media have changed the game for that and it's really special if you really look at it that way right if you look at the fact that being multi-passionate is a gift instead of a burden the second my mindset changed to that everything changed for me right i i was just able to enjoy my everyday so much more. I can share on my social media that one day I dressed up crazy or I decided to really go for it with my outfit. And then another day I can talk about how I went into a session and I got to meet incredible people and I got to write an incredible song and I'm super excited for it to be released. And another time I can share the fact that I had a great podcast episode and I got to meet someone really great and I got to share their story. Why do I have to choose one? So this is my little spiel that if you're also multi-passionate, you're not alone and you've got this. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Second thing I want to talk about today is the word perfectionism because this word is so daunting and it's so limiting, right? You think about perfectionism and you think like the worst almost, like everything has to be perfectly detailed and exactly the way that you imagined and you wish it could be but it's just, like I said before, it's limiting. And I realized with the podcast, and I've talked about this before on here on the show, but you really have to start by doing things messy. If I had waited until I had everything perfect, I would still be working on the show. I don't think I would have released not even one episode. And imagine what a waste that would have been, right? Because I wouldn't have been able to connect with the people I've connected with. I wouldn't have been able to see that I can chart, that I was able to do something I never thought I could do. I would have just been stuck. I probably would have just been still thinking about something that I wanted to do and try out and I never did it. And I probably just because of the daunting effect of perfectionism, that in itself would have just stopped me from even trying. And so if you needed this sign of doing things messy, that's a great way to learn. And I think a lot of people, myself included, get scared of failing get scared of not doing things perfectly and correctly and and maybe even having people see that it didn't go the way that you planned or you know it being a quote-unquote failure to other people and another thing we talk about on the podcast is that idea of failing right but it happens to everyone everyone fails that is the way that life goes like that is the way that any new venture goes not one person that is out there talking about their story is talking about how it just happened perfectly everyone's talking about that one thing that happened that made them pivot or redirected them in some way it's just a part of the journey failing is not a bad thing it's a great thing and i asked that question in all the episodes while I stopped for some time, but I think I'm going to bring it back of, you know, what is your biggest failure? And every single person on the show has reframed it as, well, it's not really a failure. It's more of a lesson or, you know, it kind of became an opportunity. And that's exactly why I asked that question so that people see that it's completely normal. It's completely normal to fail and it's okay to fail. And it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. It's an opportunity for you to see what you can do, how you can fix things, who you can become. What I've learned by doing it messy and forgetting about perfectionism is that by actually doing the thing, I have kind of taught myself that it's okay. You know, things will kind of 
show themselves to me. Like if something didn't go correctly, something kind of, I messed up something, that will come to light and I'll fix it in that moment. But it's better than sitting in my room and thinking about maybe doing something and then not doing it and then beating myself up for not even trying, right? It's just better to do it and learn as you go because if not, you'll always just sit there thinking like, I'm gonna do it and then you don't do it and then it just becomes this thing that you always think about and don't do. At least that's what happened to me and I know every single person's story is different, but I wanted to share how for me personally, I learned by taking action. Whereas before I used to think about things and not do anything about it. And that made me feel worse than doing it messy and failing and learning along the way. Something else that I learned by doing it messy is that it takes 20 seconds of courage to just start something. And I also learned that I can do hard things, you know? I can trust myself enough to know that I can start something and learn from whatever happens. And that's been something really scary, right? Because the perfectionism in me tells me that I can't do that, that I shouldn't do that. And so if I keep listening to that voice of you can't or you shouldn't, then I'll never start something. I'll never really learn. Um, And so just doing it, just having those 20 seconds of courage has allowed and me this to is trust myself. I recently know that I can do a lot. Anything I set my especially mind to, with and the it'll be okay. So I've been learning so much lately. Learn again. And get I mean, back I've always been and just as I said with the multi-passionate thing. If I can do it, climate change and the last thing I want to talk about. Something I've been thinking about for some reason. I think it's just because starting as you get older, you just starting from where you are. The reason um, I bring this up is because I've been thinking about this so much. Kind of ignored when you're you know, young. That idea you that we know sometimes the severity think of it. When I grow up in audience or okay, when I really need make to pay it attention or to when I have more money, so whatever it may be, we think, you know, how then important it is I will to do that. You know, then I will give back yourself aware of what's then I will be a part of this organization. And I realize small things that we can all do. If person that you want to become ultimately a safer place, not only for us, but for the generations that are with what you have for and our kids, start right? from where and you are. Me, once you start, and it doesn't it just have to be really with giving back, right? Or it doesn't just have to be aware of what's you know, really helping the world and climate change and, and things like that. It can be like expert. for me, not at all. I've and kind of I always wanted to do speaking opportunities and I talk to people more on like a public level, and it's very scary for me because I never thought that I would want to do that. I feel like I've always been really until recently that I figured it was something that I am interested in and I wanted to explore it. So. This is definitely just becoming doing more aware right? of a solo episode. Simple little kind things of me I do by testing the waters and brands that I buy something that I know where you are and for a very long time whatever you can with quality. You have and maybe that's a silly example, that, but you know, if there's something the that you've always you know, wanted to do, or there's some kind of version of you that you want to become, you don't necessarily have to wait until you have everything figured out or you're older to do that. And that's a big reason why I started the podcast too, right? Is to highlight these younger-ish people who, and I say younger-ish because lately it's been kind of every age because I really do think that you can start anything from any age, but it's to really highlight that you can do whatever you set your mind to. You don't have to be a certain age. You don't have to live in a certain city. You don't have to have a certain amount of money. You can find different kinds of opportunities. You just have to be open to those opportunities and you really kind of have to think out of the box, which is something that I had to realize with this, right? 
I don't know the first place to look for speaking opportunities. That's something that I am slowly trying to learn and discover and investigate, right? And research. But when I started asking myself the question, okay, what do I have now that kind of is related to that? I thought, well, I have my social media where I can kind of show up on stories and talk about things that I want to talk about. And I also have my podcast, which I have done solo episodes in the past, but I feel like this one's a little different because I have that in mind, right? Something that I want to do. So I'm really going for that version of me that I want to become or am becoming. I really truly believe that sometimes, most times really, we have to make our own opportunities. We have to make things happen. We have to think out of the box. How are people going to know that you want to do something if you don't scream it from the rooftops? If you don't show up doing that thing that you say you want to do? And I know that this is so much easier said than done, but once you start taking action, right? Going back to that perfectionism, once you just start doing things, you realize that you can make it work for yourself. You can find that opportunity. You can make that way for yourself. If you're someone that's maybe thinking, you know, when I have a bigger audience or when I make this amount of money, I can give back to this organization with this donation, maybe you can just call them up and volunteer. And that's a way that you start that relationship and you find out that you don't have to wait to be that person that you want to become, that you are becoming as you start volunteering. Start now and you'll see how different things start happening, doors start opening, opportunities start knocking on your door and you just start realizing that you have paved the way for yourself, you have made it happen for yourself and it's so beautiful when those things kind of come to light and you realize that you really needed yourself, you needed your belief in yourself, you needed your action, you needed your self-doubt to just take a seat and leave you alone and let you do your thing because you can do it, you're worth it, you're able, you're capable. Okay, I know I really went for it here and I just kind of talked about all these different things I've been thinking about, but it's so important for me to share that I am also going through the same kind of journey that a lot of you guys are going through. I'm young, I'm testing things out, I'm learning as I go, I'm failing and getting back up. And I think that's a beautiful thing to share and be a part of and let my community know that I'm right there with you. Alright guys, sorry if that was too much of a ramble, but I really just wanted to express these things I've been thinking about. And if you've been following me on Instagram, then you know I have been posting more about that kind of stuff, um, having longer captions and expressing things that I've been learning and feeling and I want to share with my community. Because like I said before, if you yourself don't tell people what you're working on and what you're doing and who you are and what you want, how are they supposed to know? So. This is my way of sharing all those different things with all of you. If you don't follow me yet, you can find me at Drea Lopez without the Ian Lopez or at The Journey of Pursuit. As always, if you have someone in mind that could be a great fit for the podcast, let me know who it is and let's get them on here. If you yourself want to be on the podcast, shoot me a DM and we can set something up. Lastly, if this is a topic that you love and you want to continue talking about with me, let me know. I might have some things in the works. So let's connect. You can also find ways to connect with me below in the show notes and I will see you guys here next week. Thank you so much. Ciao!